Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Empower Single Mom Podcast on today. Today is Friday. We made it through the week. This today is Friday. This is the day that the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. We have made it through the week. Has it been trying? Has it had hiccups? Have we bumped the road and fell off the road and did this? Yes, but we made it through the Excuse me, we made it through the week. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. So I hope y'all had an amazing day on yesterday because I did. It was pretty awesome. You know, you let some things go and let God take care of it. Let him do it. And while our things worked out. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope y'all had an amazing day on yesterday because I know I did. So today, let's get started because today we're going to greet this day and we're going to be talking about a thorn in your side. Yes. Okay, let's greet this day before we get ourselves going. I greet this day with God love in my heart. It is the greatest secret to success no matter what life brings. It calms every storm. When the enemy persecutes my soul, love comforts it. When I'm faced with darkness, love brings light. When my heart is overwhelmed, love will inspire and encourage it. When my heart is distressed, love will remind me of God's goodness over the years. When I feel discouraged, love will lift my hands to the Lord and my mouth and fill my mouth with a song with a mouth with a song. I will worship him this day with love in my heart. I greet this day with God love in my heart. When it feels like heaven is silent, love will remind me that God gives you know, God will remind me that God knows what I'm going through. He has a plan and he provides my every need. I greet this day with God love in my heart. Love will remind me, love will direct me, love will inspire me, love will heal me. Love will fill me. Love will provide me. I greet this day with God. I greet this day with God. Love in my heart. Love will deli- deliver me from my enemy. It protects me in the time of storm because God loves. Because God loves today. All those who seek to hurt you will be stopped. For love make my shield of faith work. I will love all who I come in contact with today. I will love the weak and make them strong. I will love the inspired and be inspired by them. I will love the empty and help them be filled. I will love the filled and they will overflow. I will love the broken and they will be healed. I greet this day with God love in my heart. It quenched all the thoughts of the wicked one. I confront everyone I face with love. It shines through my eyes and brings a smile to my face. It brings a wave of peace to my voice. It lowers people's defense and empowers them to experience God's goodness. I greet this day with God love in my heart because he loved me. I love myself. I will love others and I love life no matter what I face. From this moment forward, fear and hate leave my body and mind. Fear and hate leave my family and home in Jesus' name. So thank you, ladies. We have greeted today's day. Greet it today. Greet it today. We have greeted today. So now let's get started of talking about a thorn in your side. So how many of y'all, okay, I'm going to try to get to that question. A thorn in my side. As we live in faith every day, his love, power, and strength are revealed through us. As we live in faith every day, his love, power, and strength are revealed through us. A thorn was given 
will give me in the flesh. Second Corinthians 12, 7. This is the question for today. Have you ever asked God to take something away repeatedly with no result? Have you ever asked God to take something away from you? Be like, God, just take it away. Take it away. And he, he don't. He just said, like, who you telling me? Who you think he's telling to take away? You don't tell me what to do. <laughs> you know, whatever the case may be. Who have, have you ever just sat there and asked God to take something away repeatedly with no result? Nothing. Like, I know, I know he hear me, but I know he's not like, I know God hear me. He ain't going to take this away? Really? Oh, it could be a physical illness, emotional imbalance, or a spiritual drought. Regardless of how you plead with God, there's no change. Sometimes we can feel frustrated rising up within us because we know God is able to do anything, yet the thorn persists. Marie better keep <laughs> Have you ever asked God to take something away repeatedly with no result? It could be a physical illness, an emotional imbalance, or a spiritual drought. Regardless of how you plead with God, there is no change. Sometimes we can feel frustrated. We can feel frustrated rising up, rising up within us because we know that God is able to do anything. Yet that thorn still right there in this side. Mm. But I, God. This is your servant. Why do you have this thorn in my side? Like you not you don't care about me? I know you can take it away. I just want to be normal. I just want to feel like uh, I just want to be normal. I want to feel like I'm okay. I don't want to have to always feel like I'm living on the edge of what if this happened or what if that happened. I'm gonna tell you a story. I told God to do that for me. I told God to take something away from me. And do you think he took it away? No, because I'm still dealing with it. Okay. The thorn is the thorn is in my flesh or pretty or not to be. The pain is uncomfortable leading to my continual prayer or joke. Please take this away. But he doesn't always respond the way I would like. Instead, he reminds us his grace is enough in time of week. It's up to me to resist the grace of God to surrender it. Lord, I got this Texas. Well, I'm tired of dealing with this. Lord, I just don't know what to do right now. Lord, can you just take it away or you just gonna let me suffer? Like, you just really God, you just gonna sit here, watch me suffer, watch me go through this. You see what it's doing to my life. You see what it's doing to my whatever, your life, your it just messed up your whole world, your whole being. It's messing up your marriage, it's messing up your livelihood, it is messing things up. And you say, God, please take this away. He just sitting back there. I mean, God probably said back there and tell her, I don't know who she thinks. She thought, I'm the one who made the world. I'm the one who made her. I'm the one who did X, Y, Z. She don't tell me what to do. <laughs> but it says his grace is enough. In time of weakness, it's up to me to resist God. To resist the God of grace or surrender it. So we got to. Resist, resist the grace of God or surrender it. I mean, like, okay, God, I guess I got to deal with it. But you said your grace is sufficient for me. You said you'll help me get through it. I might have to take medication. I might have to go through X, Y, Z. But you said you helped me do it. Okay. When Paul was dealing with the thorn in his flesh, he repeatedly asked God to take it away. 
the response was received. My grace is sufficient for you. My my power is made perfect in weakness. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. What does that mean for God's grace to be enough when we are dealing with the thorn of life? Ooh, a thorn, honey. I know about that thorn. Um, it means that God has whatever we need to get through it. We can no, we can no longer rely on our own ability, strength, or knowledge, or figure things out. Instead, we pursue His grace to move toward in spite of our weakness. As we live in faith every day, His love, power, and strength are revealed through us. Many of our Christian journey isn't about us. As we know, this is when our thorns become more that we can bear on our own. The thorn reminds us what we can do. We can do anything. We can't do it. The thorn reminds us that we can do nothing without God. We are dependent on Him to provide what we need to, to get the calling and purpose complete. So, my thorn is I deal with anxiety and depression. That's my thorn. And I have always asked God, why me? Why did you get it to me? You would have gave me something else. You know, like, why did you give that to me? Because that thought has really messed up my mind. That thought almost took me out. Meaning, like, I almost lost my mind. Because I thought, I was, you know, I really thought I was losing it. I thought I was really losing my mind. Um, the thorn had me had my mind somewhere that I wouldn't want to go, somewhere I didn't really want to be. My mind had me somewhere where it was ridiculous. It was like, and when it first happened to me, I was like, oh, it's nothing. You know, I can get back to normal. No, that thought has stole my life, meaning like it stole my ability to drive. It has stole my ability to feel like I cannot be alone. It has stolen my ability if I go to the store, what if this happened? If I'm in a car by myself, what if this happened? If I'm at home by myself, what if this happened? Uh, that thorn has really messed my life. But tell me, I'm not gonna sit here and lie because that thorn has really messed me up. When I say it takes, when I ask God to take it away from me, God, I need you to take. No, God is no, I'm not taking nothing away because now that I sit back, yes, do I still deal with depression? Yes, do I still do? Deal with anxiety, yes, but it don't consume my life like it used to. It, it still it still bothers me when I have to go places. When I have to drive and get in my car, I still do that. Um, it still bothers me when I go to the hospital. Like somebody go to the doctor's office. I need to get in and get out. I, I can't. Don't be have me sitting there waiting and all that riffraff because I'm ready to go. Because uh, I thought I'd when I first started, I didn't know what anxiety was. This how it was. One day, it was cold and I was staying alone with you. Uh, my body went from hot to cold. It was so bad. I was like, what the? Because it, it woke me out of my sleep. I was like, what the world is going on? And my heart started racing. I mean, it raced so hard. Raced so fast that I thought that I was about to die. You know, because I was going to school to be nervous. And I knew, I knew a lot about the body because I have um, my son my youngest one was very sick a lot so I knew a lot you know I would like to research I like to this I knew a lot so I was like Mm-mm, something ain't right so I got scared with my kids up at this time my kids was like middle school age kids so I woke them up I was scared I was like what's something going on I gotta call 911 call 911 went to the hospital they couldn't find nothing I'm like what the 
what, okay, so what's going on? So nothing happened for a couple more days. Nothing happened. Then the next day, it was every, every, every day. I'm trying not to want to pop out. But every night, I was in the back of the ambulance. I didn't know. I couldn't. It had messed me up to where I couldn't even stay in my freaking house. I said freaking. I didn't cuss. Freaking. I could not even stay in my own house. I had to be around somebody just in case something was to happen to me. I need to be around somebody. It had me to, I couldn't stay in my own house. That's, that was the messed up part because I was like, wait a minute. It has really robbed me of me. Not staying my house. At this point, I never knew what it was. I never said, God, take this away from me. Never said none of that because I, hey, that was just a part of life. I thought God was punishing me because of something I have done or whatever because I had kids out of wedlock. I thought, that's what I thought. I thought he was really punishing me because, you know, these, you know, you have people telling you, these so-called Christy Christy people telling, oh, you must have done something. That's why God punished you. So I'm thinking, I'm like, what the hell? He could have did that another way. He had to do it this way. So back to the story. Every night, back to the ambulance. Every night. I don't even think my kids got enough sleep some nights because I would wake them up out there sleep. It would happen around. I can't remember the time. But I go to sleep and I wake up and boom. My heart was racing. It's just like, I didn't know what was going on. So, it got so bad too. Well, one day, I was like, okay, I feel better. The doctor said, oh, you must have high blood pressure. must be thyroid. None of that. Honey, they put much medicine for high blood pressure. Never again. Never again. Had me, no. Had my mind so, it got to the point where I, uh, it was just so bad too. Uh, I, I really thought I was losing my dang on mine. I went out and bought a blood pressure cuff. I would wear that blood pressure cuff like a watch. Like it was an Apple watch. I would check it while I'm sitting at home. I would check it while I'm in church. I would check it at the grocery store. I would even check my pressure while I was in the car. That's how bad. When I tell you that mine is powerful, it is powerful. So, help on doing what I had to do. Um, yeah, I was like, okay. Then, I had to have, um, stop. I said, well, maybe because I, you know, I don't know. I was just, my mouth was somewhere else. So I had to have surgery. I had to have sinus surgery because my sinus was so bad. So I had that. I was so scared. And the man would made it so much better. The man that did it was a Christian. He said, are you scared? You want to pray? I sure do. So me and my three kids, <laughs> we, we prayed. Because, huh, I didn't even know if because I was scared. Because, you know, they put you sleep. <laughs> well, if I don't wake up, I got kids. I got to live for. I got things I want to do. So, went through that. Went down somebody's house. Uh, this like, I can be by myself without my um, with my kids because even though they were little, they, they would know what to do. But I didn't, you know, freak them out. So I'm so we at this lady house that I went to church with, and I didn't because I didn't want to be here down now. Why? Because we was out of the middle of nowhere. In my mind, if they gonna come get me in time, what if they don't come get me in time? We out here in the middle of nowhere. What if they don't find me? Boom. I was like, oh Lord. So I was upset. I was ready to go to the house. That's how bad it was. So went to the house after I had my sinus surgery and a big old blood clot come out of my nose. I didn't know. I said, oh Lord, I'm about to die. So me put the blood clot in a Ziploc bag, took it to the emergency room. I don't want to be driving because I just not too long had got I was like maybe three or four days. But I need I had called the doctor. He didn't call back last night, so that made me nervous. Because I, I know he hit this phone. 
you're a doctor, that phone should always be with you at all times. But I know. Now I know they have lives just like we do. <laughs> so I went to the hospital, and by the time I was in the hospital, I was like, dude, really? Then he called. But I was like, okay, so the, the doctor was like, oh, it's not this normal. But the blood cover was so easy that it looked like a pancake size. So put it in the bag. That's how big it, it scared me. And he's like, I understand, but I just went home. And this how bad the throwing had me. I was like so scared to stay by myself or whatever. I even asked. This is when I was in London. This is not when I was in East. I went to I was my kids. I'm like, oh, you gonna be okay? So there, um, I was like, this, this is one person I could probably ask to stay just in case something happened. But I didn't really want this person to stay. It was their dad. So I had to say, okay, you just stay. And he was like, as long as you give me a ride back to work. I'm like, what the heck? No, see how that throwing had me messed up, and the, my my mind had me messed up. So I was like, Shh. so I just did that, and that was the worst mistake I ever could have did. Cause my kids told me you're trying to burn it, burn it, burn us up. So that day I was like, I can't deal with this. This this too much. So I went on, and one day I was going my way to college. You know, coming home from college, just riding down the road, and all of a sudden I just felt I was fine. I don't know, it, it comes out of nowhere. Now I know. This comes out of nowhere. It comes from either side to come, whatever. So I went. Even because normal as I go, I was like, see y'all later, bye, 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 or whatever. And what happened? My heart raced so fast, so I thought it was going to jump out of my body and run down the street. It was beating that bad. I turned, I turned around in the middle of the street because I said, oh God, I can make it home. But my heart was racing so fast. So where I thought maybe if I if I had a drove, the drive would have been like maybe say maybe like a good ten minutes. The way I drive, it could have been ten minutes flat. But I was like, I think I can do it. So the ambulance came. Came got me. Left my vehicle at the corner store. Came got here. Like, you wanna go to the hospital here? Or you wanna go to the hospital? But he said, so I was like, hmm, I can go here since I'm closer here. But then my mom was like, no, I'm going to go to the one in Long Beach. He was like, okay. Got an ambulance. I was kind of, my heart was racing. When I say it was racing, it got up to 200 beats per Yeah, almost up to 200 something beats per beat. And the man said, you need to, well, he said, are you dehydrated? I was like, I don't think so. so like, it, it won't be hard because it's not like a of water and went on to the house. But he said, I need you to do this maneuver and like you use the restroom and it'll slow your heart rate down. He still didn't do it. I was like, what the now I'm worried because now I'm like, is something going on with my heart? I was like, yeah, the time. I was like, oh my God, like what's going on with my heart? So got there. I had told my neighbor who had got got my kids, let them know. My kids was worried about me because they know that I was their only, you know, support or whatever. So they came to the hospital. The doctor said, I don't know what's going on with your heart. And they did all this test. Couldn't find nothing. Couldn't find not one single thing. So the doctor said, well, I'm gonna put you on this medicine. Um, antelope is something where it keeps your heart rate at a low rate. It don't go no higher, and you don't have to wear a heart monitor. I said, what? So, I was like, maybe you did not tell the truth. <laughs> That's it. So I didn't say nothing. I was scared, so I had to stop going to school. I couldn't go to school no more. Couldn't work. It was, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. So, I um did the heart monitor thing. At this time, I had moved into a different apartment, and I was think I was doing okay. 
I met other people that were going through something similar, like they used to take medication for take medication for anxiety and depression. But then I was like, I don't want to be on no medication. This is before I knew what it was or whatever. After I did the heart monitor thing, the man said, it's nothing, no blockage, no nothing. He said, you are stressing yourself out. You are worried, whatever. I was like, like, dang, all that world stress really does that thing about it. So, I still have no pop. So, they found out that it was anxiety. So, this lady said, there's nothing I can give you for anxiety. It's all about how you control your breathing. It's all about you. You have to control it. So, I was like, okay. So, I went on. I said, well, they won't give me medicine. So, this other lady I was talking to, she said she takes stuff for anxiety and depression and different stuff. But I saw what it did to her. Like how it my mom she was she be she had it. She was good, but when she was not on this medication, she was a totally different person. I said, Oh no. I said, Jesus, you gotta take this from me because I don't wanna take medication. I don't wanna be me. Me like I wanna be crazy, goofy with my kids. I wanna be like I have to mainly focus on this pill. This pill is not in my system. I don't wanna be walking around with a zombie. I don't wanna be in the I don't I wanna do all that. Just don't. So Okay, so I was like, okay. When I'm still dealing with the thorn, but I learned how to live with it. No, I don't eat. I had cut sugar out of my diet completely. I I cut it out. I didn't drink no tea, no soda, no candy, no nothing. And that's very hard to, to, for me to do because I'm like a candy freak. But I cut that, cut it smoothed out. And then all of a sudden, I had to move to Longview. I mean, not Longview. I moved to Houston. I was fine. My anxiety did not bother me until I decided to get my own place. As long as I stayed with somebody, I was good. As long as I was, cause I was staying with my relatives at the time when I first moved here, I was good. I was like, yeah, whew, thank you, Jesus. I got somewhere. Somebody helped me. I think we're dealing with this anxiety. Anxiety has subsided for a while. Anxiety is like, okay, I'm going to let her have her life for, now, for right now. So, <laughs> that's what it did. Because I haven't even forgot what it was. I forget what it was. I just forgot that I dealt with it because I thought Jesus had took it away. I really, truly did. I really thought he had took it away. Okay. She's trying to get her life up and take it away from him. No. That thorn came back powerful than ever before because when I lost my apartment, it used to me and my kids at the state in a hotel for three and a half years. During that three and a half years, we slept in the streets. We slept in the car and we stayed in the hotel. But I could not have the courage enough to go back to the hotel and stay there and wait until it was time for me to go to work. I would take my kids because I worked at the school where my kids were. I worked there like a before and after school program. So I would like go to work and then I'd get through by 8 or 8.30. And then from 9 to like almost 2.45, that's free time for me. But I could not go back to that hotel. Couldn't do it. Nothing in my nothing in my mind would let me go back there. What I did, I'm gonna tell you what I did. I had got my Bible, my confession, my journal book, put it in the car like I do every morning in my little backpack. And I would go to the park which is close to where my kids go to school at. It was in that vicinity. I would sit at that park, write in my journal. Right to God, telling God to take this thorn away from me. I can't deal with this no more. Blase, blase, whatever the case may be. And sleeping according to this time to go to work. That's what 
that's my thorn. That's my story. And yes, do I still deal with anxiety? Yes, to this day. Do I still deal with depression? Yes, but I learned how to cope with Yes, I might have anxiety and depression, but it don't help me. Meaning like, okay, I know what I cannot do. I cannot stress. I cannot work. Sometimes I kiss myself. What? Who Jesus know? If I get in the car, if I talk to somebody, it, and I do have this person I do talk to, they understand. They talk to me t- at least till I get halfway where I got to be, and I'm like, okay, I'm good because I'm going to get my kids, whatever. Or I have my car smelling good, or I chew gum, it's whatever. I do, I learn how to cope with it. I'm like, okay, guys, you, you got me getting in this thorn, and I, you got to help me get through it. I told God I'm not going to take medication. I um, do therapy because one day I got so stressed out where I physically saw myself. I was taking my son to one of my, you know, one of my, yeah, I took my son to the doctor for something, and I didn't have no gas. This is before I, I was just having a, you know, had a bad day because, you know, I'm a single mom, and you know, we go through something sometimes. Sometimes you just get frustrated, you just want to whoop somebody, but I don't have nobody to whoop. So I physically saw myself having a mental breakdown where I got something. Well, I know not something. I use my hand and broke every window in my car. And I, after I did, I just sat on the ground to start crying. And at that moment, while my son was in the doctor's office or whatever, at that moment, I knew I needed some help. I was like, I better get some help before I be someone that I don't want to be. That's what I said to myself. So I found this therapist, and I've been going to therapy, or whatever, and it's helped. You know, it helped me to analyze. It helped me to learn how to put people in their box. Because now it's all about protecting my peace. I don't care who you is. If you, if you don't... I cut, I will cut you out when it comes to my peace. I don't play about that no more. And it, I don't care you family, friends. I don't care who it is. I will shit it all the way down. Why? <laughs> because I am protecting my peace. I am protecting my mental state. And it is so right now, right now in 2020, since uh, since COVID hit, mental health is on mental health illness is on the rise. Because people don't take it serious. When I take, I take it serious. Why? Because I know what that mind can do. That mind will have you somewhere that you is not ready to be. Why? Because I've been there, I've done it, and I think God let me go through that so that way He know that I will tell my story no matter what. I would tell it to anybody, not just so I can say, "Oh, dang girl, you went through that." No, nope. so that way I can help you. You might be going through something like, "Dang, she went through that." Yes, and I still, I'm still here. Why? Because God said, "I got you." Guy, let me know. I got you. I was like, I can do. I did tell him. I told him to take my. He was like, oh, I don't know who she think you talk to because I'm not gonna take away. I made her this way because I knew she was strong and I knew she had the ability and the capable to do it. I knew she can handle it. Yeah, with him I can handle it. If I didn't have him, I'd be. I would probably be in a nut house. I'm not going to say him like because that's how powerful the um. That it was for me. I am not gonna sit here and lie and say, "Oh, it was." Oh, I I did that. No, I did not. It was Jesus, because God, God told me that His grace is sufficient was enough for me. He was gonna help me get through this. He was gonna. I had to depend on Him, and when I said I depend on Him, there's sometimes I'd be in that car when I used to have to go to work in the morning and drive in the morning. I had to sit there and just scream to the devil, let him know you're not gonna do this today. Or whatever, I would have to do that at time. I'm not gonna say him like, like God, you gotta get me to. I gotta go. As long as I get there safe, I'm good. Lord, get me back home. I'm good. Just have, I need you, and God knew. But I just want to tell y'all that that thorn, He's not gonna take it away. 
he made you to have that thorn. Why? Because he knew it was something in you that he had a purpose. He had a purpose. Sometimes like, Jesus, you could have kept that, honey. And I said, if you would have gave me something else, what if it was something deadly? What if it was something to where I would not be able to see my kids? Even though he was like, God, take this away. She would have shut it up. So now it's like, okay, it may have me, but it don't. I may have, that might be diagnosed with this, but it don't help me. Why? Because Jesus helped me get through it every single day. There are days I'm sometimes, I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to do nothing. But I, I was like, okay. And I could feel myself like, uh-uh. I go talk to my kids or I call somebody like, look, can somebody pray for me? Sometimes I, I get on this list of some music and just encourage myself, but I don't have nobody else. Or just like, God, just take this off of me. But hey, we have to do it. We have to just know that God's grace is sufficient for us. He's not going to leave. He knows that we can handle it. It means that God has whatever we need to get through it. We can no longer rely on our own ability, strength, or knowledge to figure things out. Instead, we we pursue His grace to move towards it in spite of weakness. As we live in every as we live faith every day, His love and power will build through us. God knew that we can do it. That's why He gave it to us. Um, the prayer is, Dear Lord, I need your grace to deal with my thorn in my life. Lead me in the right way so that I can go through it through this time of grace. That's it. God already knew that we can handle it. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to my podcast on today. I hope you have an amazing day. And just know, no, what, no matter what thorn you have in your life or you may be dealing with, God already gave you the ability to deal with it. So until next time, y'all be blessed.